0: diana thanks for joining me back on another podcast if you're a re- real one you might have seen my other podcast it's unfortunately deleted right now i did take notice that the audio quality wasn't the best and i kind of want to put really great content out- <laughs> content out there and so i am just going to be talking from the heart and talking about a pretty serious topic for today this month is actually uh, suicide awareness and prevention month suicide is the leading cause of death and overall in the United States, claiming the lives of over 48,000 people as of 2018. And it is the second leading cause of death among individuals between the age of 10 to 14, I mean, 10 to 34, and the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 35 and 54. And it is a very serious topic, and even veterans will die from suicide more than they will die in battle. It is a very, like I said, It's very scary and uh, not a great place to be in. I have my my own personal experience with this, and I meant to put this off by at least a year, but now that it is this month and this uh, specific topic, I thought I would talk about it. So last year, I personally uh, had a really uh, traumatic and serious uh, incident in my life that caused me to really just hit rock bottom and almost go through with an attempt. And I think it was really just an eye-opening for, eye-opener opening eye for me and really after the incident and getting the help that I needed, it really changed my life in a positive way, of course, for the better. Uh, it really showed me the true meaning of life and what to be grateful for and what it's like really just hitting rock bottom, I guess. <laughs> I I wanted to go in a little bit about my experience today and see if maybe my experience could help a little bit of other people or help others in a little bit and yeah I to start off with I think this happened around October of last year I was in college and having a pretty good time but I did go through some pretty traumatic things I won't get into them today or probably ever but I did go through some things sorry for the vagueness but they weren't the best to go through i ended up being transferred to a clinic for voluntary institution or wanting to be there it means that you are wanting to be in the clinic and there i was questioned and talked to about what i was feeling talked to the man and he was pretty understanding and very nice Next thing I know, my parents and my family walked in and they were very scared for me. They were in tears, they thought I was already dead. And I was very, uh, I felt very guilty. It was probably a guilt I'll take for the rest of my life. Uh, Then later on, I was transferred to a psych unit an hour away from where I live and put on a 5150, which if you don't know what that is, It is a 72-hour psychiatric hospitalization, and you can be held up there for up to 72 hours. Basically, I was there for quite a while, and uh, I know, and this isn't, my experience wasn't the best there either, Uh, so I'm going to, and I still hold um, some very particular opinions on that psych unit, Uh, so I'm going to try my best not to be very biased on overall psych uh, so I, can't, <laughs> I can't talk today. Psychiatric institu- institutions, because I've witnessed other people say that their experience and their stay there was some of the best times of their life and that they really learned a lot. And as much as I, wanted, I wish I could say the same, it wasn't really it really wasn't the same case for me. But I did get to meet some really great people, not make last, long lasting relationships or friendships, but I did get to make really good acquaintances. I started off my stay there with an invasive search of my body and then continued with continued with more questioning and then put in some clothing. And then uh, was eating with all the rest of the people in the, I wanna say like a, this big room is like the size of the classroom. I was immediately met with my roommate who was like, hey, uh, I'm yada, 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 and what's your story? And you know, I, we talked a little bit and we were very similar. And that was cool. I got to meet a lot of really great people. They would offer to eat my food because at the time I would normally eat like once a day, twice a day. And I was just, because I'm not someone who eats a lot. I'm not very hungry. (laughs) And they would offer to eat my food. They'd wash my fork and then eat the rest. Because the thing about that particular institution is that you can only eat, I mean, you can't leave or your uh, stay will be extended if you didn't eat your all of your food or attend group or go outside or take your meds or you know all of that so they really helped me out they gave me advice they like don't tell them what you're feeling because they will extend your stay or you know attend all groups attend everything you can so you don't have to be here for a long time because sometimes um, especially with my situation I really didn't need to be there for too too long but I was extended especially uh, because uh, I was put on some medication that really caused me to, or they heightened it at least, and I was sleeping about 15 hours a day, which was not healthy. But that was really the case for me because I started uh, accusing a lot of the stuff for doing certain things and mistreatment. And they, the uh, the psychiat- oh, I can't talk to <laughs> The psychiatrist did not believe me. He's like, they would never do that. They would never say those things especially in the headspace and place that I was, of course, nobody really believed me, Uh, so they did heighten my meds, and I was sleeping 15 hours a day, so they would, you know, uh, so they wouldn't have a a load of me anymore, and so I was constantly apologizing, constantly accusing, and yeah, they, this particular psych unit did tend to ridicule and compare uh, patients, which I really didn't like, and when I did confront them about it, they, I was met with. Um, of course, we would never do that. We will have write-ups done. We will do this and this. But you know that wasn't the case. But this isn't me, like particular speaking ill of them. Some of them really did treat me with a lot of uh, genuine, endearing, endearing uh, kindness, and I will really appreciate that. Like particularly um, a nursing student and a therapist who would come in, treated me, treated me with nothing but kindness, and I will really always appreciate that yeah it really did show me that uh mental illness doesn't really control you uh you are not i mean (laughs) you are not your mental illness and it does not define who you are a lot of the people i got to know there were there because it was impacting their life in a really drastic manner and they do not deserve that especially when you get to know them they are some of the sweetest people ever they just don't have control over who they are sometimes because uh they are consumed by something they don't they would probably wish they didn't have Uh, at the time i was almost uh, misdiagnosed with schizophrenia which is a pretty serious mental illness but i ended up being later diagnosed with something that's very similar to it after my stay i for months i sought sought out help i got a job i wasn't in school at the time since i had just dropped out um out of a different one that i was in And yeah, I was kind of trying to find myself. Later on, I found a good job. I found a good therapist and was accepted into a program for my diagnosis. And I've been in that program for about a year now. I've been on meds and I've been doing all of of that. I've reunited with friends, gone out a lot. I mean, not right now because it's a pandemic, but you know, just trying to change my life for the better. If I hadn't really gotten the change, I mean, (laughs) health, uh, that i needed i really wouldn't be here today saying that help can really change your life obviously you do not have to go to a psych ward to change your life but you can always re- reach for help if you're someone who's struggling with mental health there are therapists out there there are friends family co-workers that you can reach out to and say hey i am struggling and i don't know what to do i promise you there will be at least one person out there who really will be he- able to help you because it is so important that you get the help that you need if i hadn't gotten the help i needed i really don't know if i'd say that i'd be here today uh, because i went through quite a bit and i really couldn't handle it so knowing that i was understood and helped uh, really did make a difference for me in my life and yeah so please normalize just reaching out for help getting the help that you need because i wish it was something that a lot of people could do but sometimes especially you know, for men, it's showing your emotions, it's not really normalized. Or for women, sometimes being strong, uh, especially if you're someone who's the head of your family, is really something that is some you have to be perceived as. So really just take care of yourself and know that there are people out there who care about you and that if you are thinking about going into a psych ward, uh, please uh, consider it if you are someone who is self-harming to the point that you can't go without it uh or you are too uh i struggling with the ideation way too much to the point where you can't go to sleep or think so yeah really think think that through because it could really help you out especially with those kind of thoughts and feelings yeah i really think that it is not for everyone if you if it isn't for you, you c- definitely consider therapy yeah that's that's a little bit of what I want to talk about and I hope y'all have a really really great day it's you know a good month it's so far the weather hasn't been too too bad and my life is continuing to keep rising up and I could not be more grateful bye or bye my voice is like super bad right now (laughs)